Welcome to the Eagle Reality Career Talk podcast, the podcast for real estate agents and all entrepreneurs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's that your branch manager, right? Over here, U.S. Mortgage Corp. in uh, Myrtle Beach, and then we also got Chris Ward. Everybody knows Chris. Everybody. <laughs> and Sean McKenna. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> and, no, no, no. And, but you build on after this event. No, Sean does a lot of stuff with the CCR as well. Um, but we're grateful to have three great panelists, and I think everybody knows them because of their presence on social media, YouTube, etc. And that's the topic of our conversation today: YouTube channel, blogging, and podcasts. What realtors should know. And you know, I'll I'll, I'll say this through introduction. Um, you know. Social media is the marketing platform of the future, and not just the future, but the present. And so if you don't have, and I'm sure that they're gonna talk about this, but if you don't have a presence on social media, you're behind. And uh, you know these three gentlemen have distinguished themselves as, as uh, at, well, at least establishing themselves in these areas. So without further ado, I'm gonna, I'm going to pass the time over to them. They're going to allow, uh, I'm going to allow them to introduce themselves. You're going to take five to ten minutes each, and then just give some tips. Talk about how you use your YouTube channels, blogging, and podcasting your business. After they go through each their five to ten minutes, we're going to have a question and answer session. And so, as you're as we're as we're discussing these items, write down some questions that you want to ask them so that they they can help you in in uh, your real estate business. But without further ado, uh, we're going to pass it to. Sean. Oh. Me first. Yeah. <laughs> you got a mic. You got a mic. Well, no, it's not plugged in. Good late. It's just for, it's just for shows. This is just for podcasts. Oh. Hello, everyone. Hello. My name is Sean McKenna. A lot of you know me as McKenna Photography, but I'm also the co-founder of SoundUp Now, and we do podcast hosting and light supplies, free things and stuff. So, sort of, kind of do a little bit of everything we're going to talk about today. Um, we've been doing podcasting for about three years and actually recording this as a podcast today. So um, hopefully you guys can go back and listen to this and subscribe to us on iTunes or Google and check that out. But I guess I'll pass the mic on now. That's a short five minutes. What just introduce? Oh, this, is, is, this isn't our five to ten minutes? Or is this yeah, five, oh, okay. I thought it was just an introduction. So anyway, I was going to talk about importance of uh, podcasting for realtors, and I would say seventy percent of the members of SoundUp are are doing podcasting. Does anybody here do a podcast? One person. Does anybody here? Everybody here know what a podcast is? Two people. So see, man, who, who here knows what a podcast? Is? Who listens to podcasts? Okay, and only one of you has one. Okay, I'm going to do a Q&A with the audience, actually. So, <clears throat> podcasting is a really good way for a realtor to kind of talk about the community and let people be a little more personal. I know everyone's posting their houses and everything on social media, but I really think it's something you should do to kind of connect with the community, let people get to know you, and of course, it's going to lead to more referrals. Um, I want to know, if you haven't started a podcast, can anyone give me an answer of why? Okay. Technical Okay. So I think there's a lot of options out there that can help you. For example, one of the things that I did uh, back in the spring as we went to Disney World, 
And I recorded a mini podcast every day on a different Disney World ride using my smartphone. And turns out it's not going to be as good quality as you might think in a studio like this. But if you actually hold the phone properly, record into it, and then use good software, you can actually just send that. So using um, my own product, I was able to go on the Dumbo ride and record a podcast. Luckily not a video podcast, it would look kind of funny. But did the audio podcast, uploaded it to the hosting company, it went out to iTunes, and then used a program called Headliner, which is also integrated with SoundCloud, uh, and shared that on social media, onto YouTube, Facebook, and other places. And it took me about 15 minutes. Do you have 15 minutes a day? Okay. Well, then you can do a podcast. So no more excuses on that. Well, I make YouTube videos, because YouTube's important, and we do a lot of different videos on actually how to do these more easily. Like, for example, if you're going to use your phone to do a podcast, the worst thing you could do is, is hold it right here to your mouth. So if you actually hold your phone to your head like you're talking using your audio recorder, you're not, you're not going to get the sound that you get doing that. So if you actually talk to your phone, and I guarantee your phone's good enough, you'll be shocked at how good the audio actually is. And you can just hit the record button, talk into your phone about whatever it may be, and hit save. You can upload that to a hosting company like any any of them. You know, I'll, I'll stop pitching my company at this point, but you, you can use ours. And you can actually just upload that. It's automatically going to go to iTunes and Google or wherever else you submitted it to, including Alexa, and as well as using a different, you can export that as a video and put it on YouTube. So what I've tried to help people do over the years is make things easy, just take the complication sort of out of it so that you don't have to think about it and you don't have to do it once. The last thing you want to do is record something and then sit there and try to edit it and next thing you know spend three hours watching YouTube videos being like, I haven't even recorded anything yet. The other option too is do a Facebook Live video. Take your Facebook Live video well, you can, if you have an Apple computer, I can tell you to do it. A Windows computer, you can actually go to our back end. We have a recording studio on our website. You can upload your video and it'll take the audio and strip it right out and upload that for you. So you can do kind of two birds with one stone. Go out and do a Facebook Live video and then bring it in and, and place that out uh, as a podcast. Um, yeah, no. So it, it can be really easy. Uh, if you want, you can come and do this whole setup. You saw I did this mobile. We're actually recording all of this right now. I'm not using the actual microphone that would be. But I've got this little piece right here. This is like $60 on Amazon. This microphone is $20. The cable is maybe $15. And there's a whole podcast setup right there. You can have two people, two microphones. You can record. You can get a little stand for $10 or $15 at a music store. So you can be in this well under $150 and do really, really good audio recording. Um, and have that set up at your office. You know, you can have a USB microphone. If you're just going to do an individual podcast, you can buy, uh, is it ATR2000, I think it is. So I, I told Chris to get this microphone plugged right into the USB on your computer, and you just talk into your computer and record it. You don't even need this whole thing down here. You're going to do an individual podcast. Uh, you can buy a microphone for your phone. Uh, Rode makes a microphone that you can plug directly into an iPhone and just start recording. I assume most people here have iPhones, right? No. Oh, okay. Wow, I'm proud of you guys. Uh, you can do it with Android too. Uh, newer Android with the uh, Type-C connector, so within the past year. Um, any other technical limitations anybody has? Any way to syndicate your products? One place here, you want to post audio here, 
anyway, we should do that tomorrow. We'll pop in here tomorrow so we can uh, spend hours to do it. Yeah, that's that's one of the things that SoundUp does. So you have the ability when you upload your audio file, it can if you have it set up to just submit it to iTunes and basically just upload a file to our site. And the first time you say, okay, here's my, my audio feed, wherever you submit that audio feed, whenever you upload something, whether it be a video and it takes the audio out, it's just gonna go to everywhere you have that set up. And then we have another uh, integration called headliner.app, if anybody wants to look it up. You can upload your audio to this. We haven't integrated with our site, but you can sign up with them as well. And you upload an audio file and it exports a video. So you could do one audio file and have it go multiple places. You can use a program called Zapier, and you can actually have that set to auto share different things um, if you want to automate something like that. Yeah, absolutely. Is that my opinion? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good job. Um, hey, everybody. Long intro. That was a long intro. Uh, and you jump right into QA. My name's Chris. I'm the broker in charge of Eagle Realty and. Um, been doing a comprehensive, what I would call a comprehensive content strategy since early 2016, 2015, um, when I really decided that it was important to not only build my brand, but also build relationship digitally. Um, I didn't have a lot of opportunity, family, life, and just the way my schedule was set up to get out to networking events as much like this, or after hours, or happy hours, and that kind of thing. So my mind went to how do I still brand myself, have a presence, um, introduce myself, start conversations, and really be known in the realtor community predominantly, and, and not have to physically be there. So that's where content just made sense. Uh, and usually my answer is yes. Like what type of content should I be doing? Should I do this? Should I do this? Yes. Um, it's always both and when it comes to creating content, what you should put out there. Um, should I do this? Should I say this? Probably yes. Um, I'm big about content at scale. So across, uh, I do blog, podcasting, uh, blog, weekly, create pillar pieces of content, larger pieces of content that you can micro down so that you have time and that you're creating maybe one big, one blog per week should at least pull eight to 10 pieces of content out of that blog for multiple platforms. One blog or a video per week, doesn't have to be a blog, it could be you know, just a local hotspot video or an event video um, about or just a real estate tip video that you could do that's like five to 10 minutes, you can pull eight to 10 pieces of content for that. So just thinking about how to maximize how much content you're putting out there and across um, as many platforms as you can so you can reach the largest audience you can and think of it in ways of building relationships. So that's kind of uh, what I think of when, I, when it comes to content and where you should be. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. That was shorter than five minutes. Good gracious. I told you. Yeah, I know. I don't. You're right. He, he took 15. So. Yeah, he took 15. Well, he started, into the, Q, he started into the Q and A. So I'm excited for the Q and A. So I, I would encourage you write down some questions, um, but get specific with it because uh, I don't want to get into it right now. I want Mike to introduce himself. But um, across all platforms, channels, um, I find I find that the biggest thing that I hear from realtors, I guess I'll give this tip, is that I don't have time to do it, and. I don't think that's a valid excuse, especially in the last two years of moving forward. You need to make time. It has to be part of your schedule. It just does. If you want a brand, if you want to continue in real estate over the next five to 10 years or in mortgage or in these industries where we are branding and service focused, 
like you don't have a choice. You can't say I don't have time. Stop watching Netflix for 30 minutes a day. I don't know. Do something <laughs> that you can make time to do content. It has to be part of your schedule, just like prospecting, just like lead generation, um, just like appointments with clients. You have to make uh, content and branding part of your daily routine. So uh, just to start off, Mike Fitzpatrick, branch manager at U.S. Mortgage. Whenever I start thinking about content, I'm nowhere near as uh, consistent as, as what these guys have been doing. But whenever I start thinking about content, I, in, in the mortgage business, we all do pretty much the same thing. So whenever I got into the business, I was trying to find a way to set myself apart from, from the competition and get people to know me before I actually had to physically, like, like uh, Chris said, walk into somewhere and be known. Uh, so that's the reason why I started to do it. And and I, I was in Brandy's seat with, well, where do I find the time to do it? And then I just started consistently. We're all creatures of habit as humans. Uh, and if you create the habit, it will become something that you just do without it having to actually think about it when it comes to content creation and those type of things. So when I'm in between files, or I, I talk about the time management side of it, when I'm in between files, or using the bathroom or whatever it might be, um, I, I'm sitting there creating some sort of content, whether it be something about my family, uh, something that has to do with my industry, or just something that I think about society at that moment. I'm posting that, so whenever people come to me and say, hey, how do you get anything done? You posted 20 times today on social media. It's because the 30 seconds that I had in between getting off of a phone call I posted that piece of content and then I was right back into doing what I was doing. Um, so the, the time aspect of it, if, if it's hard for you to create and think about the, the, the content that you're going to post, whether it be a, a podcast or a blog or whatever it might be, um, that's the area that you need to get better at because it doesn't take a lot of time to do it. Uh, I've got a couple of statistics that kind of jumped out at me whenever I was uh, preparing for this. One of which in, in, in NAR posted uh, this. 90% of home buyers started their search online before they ever contacted an agent. So if you do not have a brand online, whether it be a podcast, a vlog, a blog, something, in the next five to 10 years, you're gonna have a major problem on your hands. It doesn't need to necessarily be your major focus and the only thing that you do, but it needs to be part of what you do because if you don't, you're gonna have a problem in the next half decade. Uh, the companies like Zillow, Realtor.com, OpCity, those different types of companies are trying to find ways to either take you out of the business or take part of your commission. Uh, and, and there's a reason that they're doing that is because they, they don't want you to be around. They want it to be them doing it. So if you can create something that is a brand within Myrtle Beach and, and it doesn't cost you a lot of money, it, it's only going to help you. It's not going to hurt you. And, and the, the fact of the matter is there's only going to be a handful of people in this room that actually go do it. So you're not going to, you're not going to oversaturate the market with podcasts because four people in this room are actually going to go do a podcast. If we're completely real about it. Um, he talked about Facebook live videos, uh, Facebook live, live grabs 10 times more comments on a Facebook live than a recorded video does. Um, so live streaming is a, is a huge part of what's going on in society right now. Uh, the average U.S. adult consumes at least six hours of video content per day. Yeah, live content, recorded content, YouTube content, those type of things. So uh, that's, that's huge. Live streaming is going to be a 70 
$1.5 billion industry by 2021. So these, these cut the cord concepts and people leaving cable and those type of things, if you ever think about doing a TV commercial, it's probably not a good idea. Don't do it. 42% um, of the U.S. population right now has live streamed some sort of event in the last three months. That's almost half of the U.S. population is, is actively looking at, at live streaming. Uh, as a society, we watch over 1 billion hours of YouTube videos a day. Yeah, and I would say that I probably see maybe 25 agents in our market even post anything on YouTube. Um, and, and the one thing that, that I've been starting to do is starting to post content from a mortgage perspective on YouTube because I don't really see any mortgage people posting on YouTube. It's always Facebook. Um, uh, so the full, over 400 hours of video are uploaded to YouTube every, every minute. That's an insane statistic to think about. Uh, let's see. There was one more. <laughs> Uh, YouTube has over 1.9 billion logged in monthly users. And if you're not using it to advertise your business, just think about that. And then when it comes to podcasting, over 22% of Americans listen to a podcast every day, and that's about 103 million people uh, listen to podcasts every single day on their way to work, on their way home, and, and the different avenues that they, they might use it. So uh, I... Do not listen to music anymore. Uh, some of you guys have heard me say that. I, I only listen to podcasts and things that are going to build my, my, my psychological side of me going into work uh, whenever I go in every day. So that's, that's one thing that, uh, that I would highly recommend you do, whether it's listening to a podcast, listening to a book, or, or something along those lines. But uh, it is inevitable that we are going to have to learn how to do this. And you're going to have to know how to do this to brand yourself in a way to where you are organically getting business rather than relying on these lead companies to give you business because ultimately they may take you out of that avenue. Um, and that's the one thing that whenever I, we do our social media lead generation classes and, and those kind of things that we teach is I, I want to try to teach as many people as I can to actively, actively get organic leads from social media, whether that be YouTube pre-roll or... Uh, advertising with with one of our podcasts or somebody else's podcast that has to do with real estate um, right now the the advertising aspect of social media is so dirt cheap it's insane um, and it back uh, about 12 years ago that's how Google AdWords started out Google AdWords was ridiculously cheap to advertise on whenever it first started and now it's one of the most expensive ways to advertise on the internet in my opinion that's how Facebook and Instagram and those type of companies are right now whenever you need to advertise and try to get leads from them. It is ridiculously dirt cheap and I've been creating leads at under $3 a lead all the time. Um, so it's something that, that you really should dive into and I, I went kind of long, but that's uh, just what I believe in. <laughs> Let's, uh, let's start off with this question right here. Okay, we're going to open up to a question and answer session. Whatever you have, just raise your hand and just let's just start talking about it because this is where we have a gap here from where we should be and where we're at. So let me ask you this question. So for people who are just starting out, okay, uh, because we, we saw how many people are doing podcasting, etc. For people who are just starting out, time management is a huge issue. How can you get started? What's a, what's a systematic way that someone can get started 
doing some of these things that you've talked about. How can we get started? Use use your phone. Everyone right now should pick up your phone, take a photo, and then put out a piece of content that you're at and learning about creating content. One person does it. <laughs> and then you should all turn around and take a picture. I, I've seen a couple people do it. You should all turn around and take a picture of everyone else taking a picture and say, look at us all creating content. There's your second piece of content. Let's see, all right, we got more people doing it. And everyone can post that you're actually doing something, learning, and then you know maybe it helps you get some more listings because people see like, you maybe care about marketing and stuff. And so, Using your phone is, is super important. If you have a phone from the past couple of years, uh, I started doing a lot of video stuff, actually doing the video for his blog. And when iPhone 10 came out, we did an entire episode not using the iPhone. No one said anything. Uh, we did a commercial recently where I had an idea. Uh, we were going to send someone a hat for sound up. And I had my drone and I said, let's act like we're flying. And so we did a commercial. I handed someone my phone, had them film it, and I edited that on an iPad and made that a commercial we ran as a Facebook ad. I have cameras here that cost way more than my phone, and I use my phone like that, because it's the best camera that you have on you is the one that is on you, not one you need to go grab and put a lens on. So is the quality going to be as good? Maybe not, but no one on Facebook is going to notice if it's in 4K or not, because Facebook doesn't even let you stream in 4K. So stop worrying about that. Uh, secondly, you know, the things that I think you just have to worry about when you're recording audio is just make sure you don't have, you know, you're not in a car driving or you're doing video that you're not in the back room. Stay away from yellow rooms and closets. That's a horrible Audio-wise, closet is a great place, but for video, no one's going to see you. It's going to look like somebody poured sand on the video. But the phone is, is honestly so good now. I think that's, I don't think anyone here has an excuse unless you have a Galaxy S3 from 10 years ago. That's my point. You are such an android baby. <laughs> no, no, I have an Android right here. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, okay, I, probably, I guess one piece of practical advice that I would say is uh, take take part of that six hours of video the average American consumes per day, I think you just said, and take 30 minutes of it and focus that as creating content. Uh, put it in your calendar, put it on your phone, put it on, I have a whiteboard in front of me, I have it on my whiteboard as far as like my content schedule and what goes out that day. But if you just take 30 minutes and time block it, and say, I'm gonna post some content, or I'm gonna engage in some content. We gotta remember this goes both ways. Uh, digital prospecting, as far as engaging on other people's content for prospecting and building relationship and keeping rapport, your past clients that you're connected with on social, um, other real estate agents even, you know, within our community and building. But engaging on content and posting content Time block it. Like you, you time block so many things in your day. I guarantee your calendar has time blocks um, in it. So take 30 minutes a day, time block it for social. Um, and like Sean said, it's easy to find content. Don't be so consumed and worried about the perfection or what should I say or what should I post. Try and add some value. Take a picture. You guys know what I talking. You guys took our phones out yeah, and make content. Right you do there. that, or you know what I eat for lunch most of the days. Like you know, you can find content. <laughs> Um, and, and just be consistent with it, and that's why I would say time block 30 minutes a day at least to start. Yeah, I would I, I reiterate that. Just the number one thing is just do it. Um, we, we get paralysis by analysis a lot of the times, and we, oh, where am I going to post today, or what am I going to do here, or what can I do to provide value, what can I do? And it's just be authentically you and actually show people who you are. And, and that's the first place to start, in my opinion, because a lot of us are really cool people. 
uh, in, in the room here, and if you just let people know who you are, they, they will probably want to do business with you rather than being a fake version of yourself um, in, in, in that regard. So that, that would be my advice. Questions? Yes. One. So you're, you're providing the, the content, you're creating your content, how do you get your followers to find you? That's a good question. Multiple ways. Yeah. Do I need to wait for the microphone or we just... Can you guys want to hear me? the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> microphone. I've been told I'm a loud person. Uh, it depends on each platform, but just, you know, yeah. for example, right now, TikTok is extremely organic. You can go on TikTok and just try a couple different things, take the same video, put it with a different song a couple times. Uh, a friend of mine has been doing, he did a video with a million views, and it was a football player falling down, you know. And now he has thousands of followers. I'm not even yeah. sure. TikTok's crazy, right? Um, you know, you're not going to get followers on Snapchat, so forget that one right now. Uh, Facebook, you can run ads, you can share your own stuff to your friends, you can invite people. Uh, Instagram, you can learn how to use the right hashtags. Uh, make sure you, you know, you can even tag people. You know, if you tag yourself with a rock, anybody that goes and looks at a rock's tagged photos, you're going to be right there at least for a minute until somebody else tags yourself with a rock. Um, and I'm not even kidding, I've done that before and I've shown up. On this page, it's pretty cool. Uh, but really, just tell people. You know, I've known tons of people that are like, oh, "I made a podcast, and no one's listening." I was like, Did you tell anyone? No. Why no one's listening? You got to tell people. You got to share it out there. Um, I, that happens a lot. Uh, you know, take your YouTube channel and you know, call me and put it on the Fire TV or something. And then maybe you show someone searching real estate with their Alexa on their Fire TV. It's my two cents. <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah, no, I reiterate all each platform is a little bit different on how you're going to build your uh, follower base and how you're going to get your content seen. Uh, two things that I would add, everything you said, plus I would add a couple things. One, uh, your first start with your network. I mean, like really like connect with your network. Engaging on other people's content is also going to help you gain followers for your content. Um, and, and like I said, cross-tagging, cross-sharing. If you have some, you know, your clip, your circle, your, you know, your sphere, and they're helping share your content to theirs, it's just exponentially, you know, going to grow and get your stuff seen on various platforms. And the platforms are different as far as, you know, TikTok's organic reach, which used to be uh, Instagram had a strong organic reach, and now it doesn't. Facebook, you know, way, way back used to have an awesome organic, and now it doesn't. Um, so you're going to have to stay consistent. On stuff and that's where we preach consistency with content if you want followers you can't post once a week once a month even once a day like you got to keep posting the consistency to be found especially if you're not putting money behind it and I would suggest putting money behind it especially on the platforms that have lost the organic you're gonna have to put if you want your stuff on Facebook to be seen pretty much right now you're gonna have to put money behind it you're gonna have to put some dollars in Instagram even you're gonna have to put money behind it organic on LinkedIn TikTok, and some of the other platforms you can get away with right now which is why you should be doubling down and posting a ton of content so you can build that user base uh, more quickly yeah I would say organically um, there's a ton of different groups that you can jump into Circidians and a couple of different places and those kind of things uh, and just start engaging the people that are in those groups to, and commenting on what they posted in the group and, and those type of things and then your current friends on social media and whatnot. The, the fact of the matter, in my opinion, is, is a lot of our buyer demographic is going to be on Facebook just based on the age demographic of what Facebook is. Um, TikTok's more of the younger generation right now. 
and uh, and then LinkedIn. So I, I spend a lot of time on on Facebook and LinkedIn if I'm prospecting for mortgages, if I'm doing my podcasts, then I'm posting that to TikTok and Instagram. Um, so that I would say organically is is where you're going to get the best ROI over time. You you can put money into it and start generating leads and those type of things, but just getting followers organic is is the best way to go, I think. So how do you find <laughs> the, the follow up for Instagram, Facebook compared to your traditional um, long tail follow up? Is it six months you've got to follow up with someone? Is it ten touch points? Where is the? Are you seeing the conversion? <laughs> I'm not a real man. Are, are you talking leads or not? Are, are you talking leads or are you talking like like friend follow up or, or just generating some sort of piece of business from them? Who has a warm follow up, who has asked for a piece of information and now have to contact, converting them to a point in your case where they apply for more? Uh, me personally, it's, it's anywhere from two to six months. Okay. And, and some sort of drip campaign, keeping them engaged. Uh, luckily, we, we've got a really good CRM for that, but um, if it's if it's a lead that you're generating and, and it's a, something that you generated through Facebook, they need to be followed up with immediately, and then you call them seven times, but that's prospecting one-on-one, but yeah, speed the lead, and, uh, and hit them seven times in that first seven days, and then put them in a trip campaign if they haven't, haven't reciprocated since then. I was trying to think of the best way to, to phrase my answer for this. Um, and, and some of this comes a little bit down to personal belief, I think. I, I probably literally don't ever think of that mentality as far as, as, as ROI as I would think of like prospecting and lead generation when it comes to content on social. Um, I'm much more thinking of branding and relationship. And then if it turns into a sale, then yeah, you got you have some traditional methods as far as like how you're going to follow up, how you're going to um, convert them at that point. But I never go into the mentality of content and what I'm putting out there expecting a sale. Like I just don't, or in my case, like I put a lot of recruiting content. Like I, I don't go out there putting value and, and just expecting conversion or someone to come and work with a company. Yeah, because, yeah, and it becomes another, or it becomes salesy or that kind of thing, and it becomes noise as well as because that's what a lot that we do when new listing or just sold, like we're, we're being sales. Um, instead of just value added content and relationship building through engagement. So I would say it's a mental shift. Like, don't don't think that way. I would say don't think that way. Um, make sure you're branding, make sure you're, you're putting out value and that you're actually trying to be social. You're trying to utilize it for networking, social, growing your sphere, engaging with people, hopefully, you know, bringing some value or bringing something to uh, the audience that chooses to see your stuff. So, on the, we take that one step further, I understand the value of So, the small ask every seven, eight posts, whatever. Yeah. So that's where I'm talking. Where's the right hook? Um, for, for me, yeah, I would say, if I, if I kind of like micro down and look at like what I put out per week um, and, and try, I try to, across all platforms, like try to put out about 100 pieces of content or more per week, um, which is not enough, by the way. Um, but I, I would say, you know, probably once or twice a week, I'm putting out some direct like, hey, 
come to discovereagorealty.com and let's talk about your career. You know, like one, maybe once every while, but it's got to be surrounded by so much more value. So I don't know if there's a number that I have, but it's small, small percentage. Real quick, real quick. So everybody here, because I'm going to Elaborate on your suggestion. Your, your, Correct. Um, so I, I feel like what what I try to when I talk about you guys creating content, and I don't expect you to look at my content and the context of it and copy that. Like that's not going to get you buyers and sellers. That's not really major. I I have a strategy behind the the content that I put out as far as uh, relationship building, branding, and recruitment for the real estate company, but. The methods and the, the comprehensive strategy, the scale um, and the frequency, I think can all be copied as far as what you need to be putting out. And then, I mean, I also have pieces and I talk about, you know, what you can put out for buyers and sellers. It's just not the main point of my content personally. Um, but the strategy behind it works, the mindset behind it works, I believe. So, um, so yeah, so what I'm putting out there versus what you guys, what your message is going to be in your content across all platforms and to all your audiences is going to look a little different. Um, but I think it's, it's, it's still the comprehensive video, audio, written consistently throughout the week, pillar content, big, micro it down and put out multiple different pieces on different platforms, contextualized to that platform and to that audience. Um, that, that's on that platform. So uh, I have I have some other pieces that talks very specifically about that, but that's the biggest difference of what I'm trying to do, and and it still comes down to relationship and brand. Like we're all trying to build that. That's content, relationship and brand. That's that's what we're trying to do. Does that answer your question, Nick? Yeah. How long do I have? Count to sixteen. Do you remember the question? Count to sixteen. Do you remember the question? Yeah. Count to sixteen. Grab the uh, there's a couple of things you can do uh, for organic. Go find someone on Instagram or Facebook that you never see posts from. Comment or like one of their posts, and within the next day or two of them posting, you're going to see it at the top. So if you can get someone to interact with one of your posts, they're going to see that more because of the algorithm that they have. So if that takes, okay, well, I'm going to promote the post, and I'm going to spend $5 to promote that to my followers. <clears throat> Hopefully they like or they comment or something on that post. Well, then now maybe when you post something organically, they are going to see that because they've recently interacted. Uh, the other thing, and you guys can Google this, it's called custom audiences. When I put out a piece of content, which is us flying the front of a hat, I put everyone that watched that video into a bucket on Facebook, and I ran an ad that followed up. You know, when you go to Amazon, you look at shoes, and now, wow, the shoes I'll look at, they're on Facebook now. It's called retargeting. And that's one thing that I do with other videos. It's like a spider web. If you watch video, this video, you watch half of it, I'm going to show you this video. If you went to this web page, I'm going to show you this. And so that's, <coughs> losing my voice, that's kind of what I do. Was it 60? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, give me the mic. <laughs> You're doing a great job. Okay, so for someone like me, um, that's spent a lot. And that's why I've been trying to put into already <coughs> schedule. So I would probably outsource that. So what would be the, um, I guess, the normal rate in that industry of what it would cost for someone to pay or something like that, or at least get you started? Mm -hmm. You guys talk, yeah, I've got more of an opinion. Go for it. He's probably got a 
practical answer. Yeah, yeah he's, got, he's probably got the money answer. Uh, but when it comes to somebody else handling maybe the lead generation aspect of it, yeah, you can outsource that and you can pay for that. But for you and branding you on social media, there's nobody that's going to do it better than you do because you're the only person that operates in Asha's brand. You know what I mean? There, there's not going to be somebody that can, they, they can put the fluff stuff on there and like have like blog posts from different real estate NAR and, and those kind of things. But like people getting to know who you are, it, there's nobody that's going to be able to do that. So that's, you, you can, you can supplement with, with some of the content, but um, to actually get organic reach and get like followers and get people to like you and want to list their house with you and those kind of things. Uh, you're also going to have to sprinkle in who you are, and that's just my opinion. Yeah, there's a phrase going around, you can't outsource your brand. Um, that's, <laughs> Nick knows what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, that's, and, and here's where I think, I think the mentality shift, and this is going to take time and practice, like anything else in our, anytime there's industry shift or, or anything that happens like this in culture. Um, I think you started the phrase that like, if I don't have time, I'm going to outsource this. Is that how you said it? Yeah. Right. <laughs> See, and to me, it's just it. Um, I think, and while this probably has not become consensus and maybe even a little bit geographically region uh, sensitive to of why it's not a consensus, but the mentality is gonna have to shift. It has to be part of your, it. It has to take precedent over other things you think is important right now. What, what we think in the industry is important and should consume my time today, that's gonna have to change because in five, 10 years, I, I believe you're gonna look back and go, I should have been doing that instead of that. I should, I should have been doing content instead of well, fill in the blank. And I know that's not a consensus. <laughs> like I know in our, in our, in our CJR, that's not a consensus. I'm, I'm telling you, it's going to happen. You're going to look back and wish you had done content instead of whatever that other thing is that you're spending your time on today. Now Sean's going to give us the price. A lot of people are against automation, but if you don't have time and you would I think there's different types of automation, but if you were going to post the same thing on Instagram and then just post it on Facebook, then I think it could be okay in certain situations. There's a software called Buffer, there's one called Hootsuite. If this then that, Xavier, all of these can cost you from three to $20 a month. So if you post something on Instagram, it automatically shares it with Facebook and LinkedIn. And then maybe you kind of look, okay, that post did the best on Instagram. Well, then maybe do an extra Instagram post. When Mike started talking at the beginning of this intro, Chris and I, without even looking at each other, both picked up our phones and posted on Instagram. Well, you did Twitter, but I did Instagram. And made a piece of content right there. This morning I posted a flyer that we were on the way to do this. You don't have to always post a house. You know, if you're, your kid's at a soccer practice or something, you know, make it personal. As a kid, I always like to watch the behind the scenes on the DVDs and the, you know, you guys remember the VHS tapes, all those. I like to watch that kind of stuff, that kind of the documentary side of things. And I think it brings more of a person out than just, oh, that's just a realtor, there's another house, there's another open house. 
but actually showing that you're involved in the community. Because you know what, someone may ask you, oh hey, I might be moving there or down in that area, what kind of soccer coaches are there? I don't know. Something like that though, but you kind of, you kind of open that personal conversation up and that's free and you can automate that. Maybe that conversation happens on Instagram, LinkedIn, or Facebook and I think you just kind of have to test and see. But if you want to hire someone, you can go to like Fiverr for like $5 or you can go to some company for like 10 grand a month. There's your price range. Five to ten grand. That's, That's right. I gave him a price. I'll do it for ten grand. <laughs> yeah, we'll do. I thought you were gonna give him like a package. Hold on. All right. So my question is, I always see Anna Louise and Brett with their Facebook Live videos. Do you notice that those videos pop out more? And if so, is there a way of pulling those videos off afterwards and then sharing them on everything else? Because I love when I get notifications that Brett's doing a rap battle on the beach with who knows what. Um, and I can watch it live to see what he messes up on and make fun of him later. But um, I just want, you know, that's the thing that I think the content for me is the big deal. It's, you know, how do I get it from making the content out to the other websites and other things? That way I can make sure it's effective. You're gonna make me start so that I don't talk to you. Yes, after you do a live stream, you can actually download it. There's a, a little button on the top right on the computer, you can click to download it. There's other programs, there's one called Restream.io. So when you go live, it goes live also on Twitch and Twitter and a couple of other ones. And um, if I ever mention the program today, if you guys just want to ask me later, by the way, I don't have to mention a bunch of different softwares. Um, we, do, we do the live stream of our podcast using a program called Ecamm on uh, an Apple computer, it's only on Apple, but there's other ones as well. And then we connect that with Restream and then it just goes everywhere. So now I don't have to worry about doing my live video and uploading it to YouTube because it's already gonna be there. Um, that costs like, I think $100 for a lifetime membership of that. So that was a pretty good deal. Um, you can just download it and share it. If you if you have a, uh, a phone, there's Adobe Rush is a free application that you can download on Android or iPhone. And you can take maybe a segment from the podcast and share it as a minute video on Instagram. So live is a good place to start. I think live can be better because you know you have to do it good and you can't go back and re-edit it. There's many times where I recorded videos and never put them out because I kept trying to edit it too much. So I prefer live. John, real quick, one other question. Is there a way when I post something on Facebook and also post on my, my website blog? It all linked together. Do they have that all available? There are. There's a bunch of different plugins. If you're using WordPress, there's um, like a whole bunch of those. Okay. So there's just look, look, look up, you know, Facebook grid post or something. I don't know if you can follow that. There's so many of them. That was good. That was small. Yeah, that was good. I'll recommend there's this, uh, there is a great site that I use a lot to, to find a lot of answers to. Um, it's google.com. And you can pretty much ask it anything. Should G O O two O Google G L E G O O G L E. There it is. Got it. No, it really is. Like, there's a lot of times I'll have real estate people ask questions, and I think it's just this generation a little bit. But we're like, man, what's the answer? Look it up. I don't know. Like, I'll tell you. I'm gonna look it up too. So just to tell you the answer. Search reviews and see what other people. 
Yeah, don't Maybe search for the product because you're going to yeah. find the product's website. Search for someone that reviewed it that's not the company. You don't have more the, honest. You don't have Mike and Marsh. That's why I yelled. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, that's uh, th there are a ton, ton of apps. And, and I, I, repurposing content, so let me speak to that a little bit because I think people, one, you either, you kind of group all the platforms together, um, and they're not. Like, we really could have very specific, long classes <laughs> that, that we could teach on each platform and how to best use it and best practices and what's going on in that platform right now uh, that you could take advantage of and leverage. Uh, and, and, and I would suggest you do that. Don't look at it. Don't look at Facebook and LinkedIn and TikTok and, and Twitter like, as the same thing. Uh, they're very different. But at the same time, because of the, because of the differences and because of the audience demographics on each, there's content that works cross way. Like you don't feel like you have to create an individual piece of content for it. You can actually see what works on what platform you can cross post um, and see because it's not going to be just the same people seeing it all the time. So don't be afraid to post your content across all platforms. Try it out, see what works, and then you'll kind of narrow your content down for that platform based on what worked uh, when you put a certain piece out there. Yeah, my brain goes in a bunch of different ways, so I'm going to try to bring it back to, to live streaming. Live streaming, in my opinion, is going to get you way better results than any other form of, of video or, or content or those type of things, mainly because you have to, like, you're forced to be authentic. Um, and, and that's really, like, with with everything that goes on with, like, reality TV and all this crap that we've got going on in our, in, in our society, I come back to that a lot. Like, that Anna's doing really well with it because that's Anna, like that's that's who she is, and that's that's the reason why she's doing well with it, and and that's that's what live streaming is, and, and it, it gets so much more comments because you can't like post produce it and pull out pieces of it, and I don't like this, and like what Sean said, I've probably got a thousand videos on an SD card that I never posted because I'm like I don't like that. Or I'll piece it all together and then I'm like, well, now the video doesn't make any sense. Um, so live streaming is huge and, and like Chris said, there's there's thousands of platforms that will post it to every site that, that does live streaming and you can record it from one area, which is really cool. Thank you guys so much. Great questions, everyone. Hopefully you got something from this discussion. Most importantly, hopefully you got some ideas to take back with you into your personal business, how to help you in, in relationship to YouTube channel, blogging, podcasting, um, all of these gentlemen that are around. Hey everybody, thank you again for subscribing to the Eagle Reality Career Talk Podcast. I just wanna say that we love having you. If I can ever do anything for your career, please let me know. Follow me everywhere on social, at Eagle Realty SC or at Chris Ward Bick, Chris Ward B-I-C, and I would love to help. Have an awesome day.